So our first question today is how to start a podcast. We don't know. My name's Anne, and I'm the Fragments Head of Graphics. My name is Chang, and I'm the newly assigned Head of Content Development. We're both the、uh, external creators, which is a weird term to you. But that's what we use to differ our production crew from the people who are behind the website and the Facebook page and the content that we put out online. Well, yeah, basically everything you see outside of the stage is created by the external creators people. But the actual magic of the musical is handcrafted by the production crew. So sometimes we just think that, oh yeah, maybe just the production crew has to really understand and really dive into the musical. But ask external creatives, ask people who just like try to get people to the show. Do we、mm. really need to understand the stories? And I think a lot of people don't have this at the top of their head when they're talking about, you know, like story interpretations in the context of theater because. In theater, when you say writers, you would mention playwrights, and we're not the playwrights. And when you say designers, people would think of stage or costume designers, and that's not us either. So we don't strictly fall into the storytellers theatrically. I think the relationship between like external creatives and understanding the musical is a little bit different. But it's still vital. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty important to understand the material that you're working with, and in our case, it's the musical. Like, if we really, really understand the musical, its world, its characters, then we could really introduce it to people. When you actually like write about the characters, or when you try to create a color palette to visualize your characters, it's just so easy to make mistakes if you really don't understand the musical. But you know that that's also like the point where we're different, because like the production crew, they work like really closely with the script. Like the playwrights develop the script. Like what's been bothering me is like how we could like get the most out of that process, even though we didn't write the script ourselves. Yeah, I think a lot of people would assume that we had like two main characters for Bullet for Valentine. I think I thought the same thing, even though we had like one female lead. What I'm really embarrassed about is the way that I interpreted the relationship between Haley and Eli. I always thought that they developed something that was close to romance. When now, when I work with the production and listen to their story and they're developing the story, I realize that no, that's not how it's supposed to be interpreted, and it makes me wonder like. Why did I think that? Even though the whole story did not indicate that. I mean, it's obvious because the romance stories would lead to romance, but we would see romance in any other kind of story. And now, for a story to kind of succeed in a reader's eyes, it would have to have some kind of romance, no matter what genre is it it is in the first place. I would say that I'm a very romantic person, and I'm a heterosexual myself. So when I see a boy and a girl, I immediately assume that the story between them must be leading toward a romantic relationship, and that might be the result of me growing up watching too many boy meet girl stories. It influences the way that I interpret new stories that I come in contact with later in my life. When I remember a story, I just remember like some pieces of it, and then the missing pieces or like the linkages that I don't already have, I would fill it in with what I already know and what I feel like it's right, even though the rest of the story might indicate something else different. Aside from the 
assumptions that we make about a story based on the stories that we've known before, what I find is that we also have a tendency to put the characters that we've just met into labels, you know, into boxes, mostly the roles they play in the story. Yeah, it's like when we start opening a new book or like watch a new movie, we would immediately try to identify like who's the protagonist, like who's the main character, like who's the bad one, who's the good one. We would just have these classic roles that we try to assign to the characters, even though it's a completely new story. Yes, and I mean a lot of the time the characters are meant to be interpreted as if they're the representation of something bigger than themselves. But I feel like it's more from an audience's perspective. And I think a lot of our external creatives, us ourselves, have at first came in contact with the plot. We maybe have forgotten that, you know, like despite all the roles our characters play and the ways in which they could be interpreted in the musical and its world and its characters, they are their own thing. Their their yeah. own entities. One thing that we tend to easily forget is that the characters in in a musical in general are not just like characters. They're not just like cardboard cutouts. They exist like independently from the plot that we as audience members are told. I think it's important to understand that a character is a whole person beyond the whatever role they may play in the plot. And especially if you're working directly with that character and you're creating something in dedication to them, a graphic, a piece of writing, then that is something you have to remember. Sometimes during the process of solidifying the characters and to visualize them more easily because they don't really exist in our world yet, we would base them off like personas that already exist in our world. Yeah, and maybe it's just not at all relevant to the musical's plotline, whether or not a character is allergic to cats or what their favorite book was as a child, you know, but maybe it's just, just the asking yourself of those questions would help you realize that you don't know a lot about them yet as you thought you do. And when you answer that, it might give you a very close and intimate picture of the characters, a picture that makes them make sense as a person, you know, make them complex and human. I think time is a very important factor here too. Like you really have to spend like quality time with your characters mm. to actually get to know them. Like 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 mm. as a friend, you know, like I think it's something that we as members of a musical production, even if we don't really handcraft the musical ourselves, we should dive into that. We should really get to know the characters in order to write about them, to visualize them. And I think it will be a lot of fun to do that. Yeah, and I think as external creators, what we have the ability to do is offer the audience a bit of this quality time that we spend with our characters. Fragments is a theater in the end, and our storytelling will eventually take place on the stage. But what we could do is give them just a piece of the world in which our plot will occur and the people with whom it's going to move forward. Because, you know, like the most well-written and successful characters are mm. complex and human and they resonate with us because we humans are complex. But even wonderful and successful piece of theater can only show so much, you know? And that's where we can come in yeah. and fill in the missing pieces. And that's why I love like social media and like websites so much because 
they are there forever. It has a good and bad side to that, but I think like with our job, we could help the show live on even after like the show night. Like I mentioned before, how my contact with the Bullet for Valentine was only through a show night, and it just left me with great impression. But I forget a lot of things. So what I've been thinking about lately is how to build an actual functioning world for the musical, like an environment. That the characters would actually live in and move around on their own. So what I hope we could do for the upcoming show is to create enough material to bring out the character and their world, like to make them alive, you know, so that the audience could come back every time and relive the moments to their entirety. I think that's all that we are allowed to say right now about what we're gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> I think one of my favorite things about working with fragments is that. We don't do things um, strictly within our departments only. There's a lot of cross-department work going on, which is also, I think, um, one of the things our members themselves also like the most about fragments. A common thing for a lot of theaters to for for the graphic designers to just take the existing the the existing stage design and then turn that into graphics. You know, like just another version of it, mm-hmm. and then put it online as promotions for the musicals. And I really like the fact that we do not do that here. Like our graphic designers and our content development, our writers who write poetry and article and wonderful things, they are they are also given a chance to bring their own understanding and their own creativity and a piece of themselves to our theater production. You know. Mm-hmm. I feel like we have a lot of room to play. Yeah. Anyone who comes out of fragments doesn't matter what department they come from. Doesn't matter if they have designed costumes or if they have designed just the mere graphics that goes on the internet. Mm-hmm. They will have some sort of understanding of theater that they did not have when they got into fragments because of all this work that we do. And it's a wonderful chance for people like mm-hmm. me. I have no idea about theater. <laughs> I mean. We're the people who still misuse story and plot. <laughs> the first time I read one of Millie's screenplay, it took me like two minutes to figure out that INT was for internal and EXT was for external. As in, like you know, a scene inside and a scene outside. If I interpret mm. that correctly, I have not asked. That would be embarrassing if I have gotten that wrong. The scripts for a musical are also an entirely different thing, and. It's going to be a challenge to go through it and learn from it, but there is a lot to learn, and I am excited, and I think that's what we're here for. Like the main reason why I am so into this topic, and when you proposed that topic to record a podcast, I was like, "Yes, let's do this," because I really want to understand, like, how when I see my members making mistake during their process of creating materials, I feel like I need to understand why and help them. To really improve it in a sustainable way, and not just like tell them that no, no, this is wrong. Yeah, because like right and wrong is not just like black and white, you know. And it's much more important, especially as some sort of like organizer, like manager-ish kind of thing, is to really know how to guide the people who's like under your responsibility. Yeah. So I think this is a very, very important topic to really think about, and. I really hope that everyone would spend a little bit of time to think about it, 
and would have their own interpretation of yeah, the topic. Yeah, I think it's a really interesting kind of like a thought experiment to think about how we as non-storytellers interpret stories. You know, with the conclusion that we ourselves are storytellers. <laughs> You and I and our members, <laughs> we have all made、uh, mistakes interpreting our alchemy story、mm. at one point or another, and it it was、yes. you know no matter it was a big or a small mistake, it was one. And I think we have all learned a lot in in、yes. in the time that we have spent working with this spot. I mean, discussing this topic is very important to me as well because I feel like if we spend enough of thinking on The patterns, the things that causes our mistake in the first place. Maybe in the future, we will be able to keep them in mind, not just for this one musical, but for all the stories that we will come across in the future, and maybe see them in a new light. Yeah, that's some growth right there. <laughs> Character development. Well, that's all that we have for you guys today.、Um, thank you for tuning in, and stay tuned because we promise there's a lot coming your way. This is Fragments Unscripted. This is fragments unscripted.